Okay, real talk. I know what you're up to. I know why you're listening to this podcast. This podcast has one joke, precisely one joke. The joke is that I read my own tweets out loud as if anyone wants me to read my own tweets out loud. I know no one wants, no one wants to listen to that. It's pointless. It's redundant. It's absolutely empty of meaning and value. But you're spoiling my joke. Because I see the listener stats and I can see that you're out there listening to me. I understand why you listen to the first one. I understand that. Give it a go. See what's going on. Find out he really is just reading his tweets out loud. That's all there is to it. Yes, that's the joke. That's the point. But then you came back and you listened to the second episode. And then you came back and you listened to the third episode. And now you are listening to the fourth episode. I know what you're doing. You're trying to call my bluff. Well, you're not going to win. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going until no one is listening anymore. And you are not going to get the last laugh on me. There's going to be no one laughing at this comedy podcast by the time I'm finished. That's right. You've got to remember... I'm not trapped in this podcast with you. You're trapped in this podcast with me. Hey there everyone, it's Morg, and I'm here to read my own tweets for my podcast. Morg reads his own tweets out loud. Let's get stuck on into it with our very first tweet for this week from the 7th of June, 2019 at 12.18pm. Just got to type the end! 84,000 words. Pretty satisfied with that. Hashtag am writing. Hashtag actually am not writing because I finished. That was a pretty good tweet, that one. Pretty important tweet because I finished writing a pretty long project. Follow-up tweet to that. If almost every chapter in your novel ends on that cliffhanger where a character is about to get shot, but then they don't get shot, that's just thematic coherence, right? Asking for someone who finished their novel in the previous tweet. And that one got seven likes. Yeah, seven people who are pretty interested in the inner workings of fiction creation. Well, you'll have to wait until you get to read that novel to find out if it really was thematically coherent, or if I just used the same joke over and over again. Now, hang on. Same joke over and over again? Why does that ring a bell? Let's move on. Falling down is a fun flick. But working at McDee's as a teen told me it didn't matter how much he wanted breakfast, the kitchen had switched to dayside equipment. So he was shit out of luck. And that was how I learned libertarianism was dumb. It's a little, little cool tweet that got seven likes. Nothing like, uh taking on libertarianism to get the get the tweet likes flowing in highly recommended if you're trying to get your tweeting career up to the next level if you just start taking some pot shots at libertarianism people are very keen to respond to that and you might get as many as six or seven likes yourself when you when you take on you know Ayn Rand and and that whole philosophy it's a pretty good way to get likes highly recommended Another tweet. Genuinely hopeful that Rory Stewart's 
unique strategy of being recognizably human will bring him success in the Tory leadership shoving match. Now, it might seem strange that I have an opinion about the Tory leadership shoving match, and that's because it is strange, but Rory Stewart seems pretty normal, and he's actually a very, very interesting guy. Um, he wrote some books that you can probably find at your local library about the time that he walked all the way across Afghanistan, and um, he ran a province in post-war Iraq. He's had some very, very interesting experiences, and he would bring a whole lot of new perspective to the UK. But, um, you know, it's a Tory leadership thing, and Boris Johnson and Michael Gove, and it's all very dispiriting, and I don't really want to make anyone think about that too hard, if you can avoid it. So let's move on to the next tweet. This is quite an important one. It's a retweet. It's a retweet that I did on the uh, 8th of June. And the thing I'm retweeting is a Twitter movies link to a little video of an actress, Sophie Turner. And she's reading her tweets out loud. And my tweet says, This person is copying my idea of reading your own tweets out loud. So um, that one got three likes. So thank you those three people who are uh, obviously very concerned that I'm protecting my valuable intellectual property here. Um, I really, I really value the support that I'm getting from my fans. Thanks, thanks for that. Um, but I don't think Twitter's going to take it down or uh, acknowledge me in any way. So we just need to battle on, battle on against the behemoth and try and do some ground up content creation that will strike a chord with the world. And I'll just, I'll just keep doing my thing and influence people and build, build a loving community out there one like at a time that's the only way to do it the next tweet this is a true life story one i shared this on the 9th of june at 507 pm once when i was visiting auckland a woman called me the drug king which is ironic because i was not in fact the drug king and that's hashtag true life stories. So that's actually a true life story. That's why I hashtagged it true life stories. And it's probably not a very interesting story in the sense of writing a whole chapter of an autobiographical account of my life around that particular event. But it fit pretty nicely into a tweet. That's, that's kind of the whole story. That's the whole story. Um, yeah, so that was a good one. And that also got three likes. Great job, Morgan. Good job. Um, so I might tell more of my exciting autobiographical stories if I keep getting a big response like that. Great big three-like response. Basically anything with um, more than one like is a, is a pretty decent response, I think. That's the metric that I'm running with. So um, it's good to know that my life story is, is worth more than one like to people. Another tweet. Also the 9th of June. Fleabag is Mrs. Brown's boys for people with taste. And that got one like. And then there was a follow-up tweet. Sorry, I know this is a weak take, but everyone has already done the Fleabag is Miranda for takes. This was all that remained. So that's me getting some cutting-edge 
television commentary in there going for the going for the television market a lot of people like hearing about tv on twitter twitter is great with television we all like to share our exciting insights and i'm trying to trying to add something fresh something new something no one's thought of before um and i think i'm succeeding as you can see from the from the great response that i got there of one like so that's great good job me good job and then another Sunday Horrors flick, another Sunday Horrors tweet, sorry, where I, I talk about throwing on this horror flick from the 80s. This week we watched Just Before Dawn from 1981, which was actually really great. It's kind of a um, slashery kind of film, but it's a bit in the, in the tradition of deliverance. There's some exploitation going on, um, but it's really nicely done. There's a great ending, a few good twists along the way, some beautiful scenery. I really enjoyed watching it. Um, it's not it's not my favorite genre of horror but um that was a real treat that was a real tweet tweet treat huh it's a little bit of unexpected comedy there good job maybe i'll maybe i'll tweet about that one or maybe i'll save that one as a special exclusive for my audio listeners one last tweet for this week and this is a great one this is a great one because it involves uh famous people so anytime a tweet involves famous people, you know, it's worth listening to. And this one is another retweet, and the thing I'm retweeting was a um, a tweet by Feral Jokes, who was asking, um, who was expressing an opinion about how when you refer to people on podcasts by their first name, like they're your friends, and it inspired me to share my own, my own insights about this phenomenon, my own wisdom. So here's my wisdom. After many oral hangouts, my brain is quite convinced some podcasters are my actual friends. That's why, if I ever meet P.F. Tompkins, I'm certain to accidentally call him by his first name, Paul F. Tompkins. And that one got three likes. And I'm disappointed to say that none of those likes are from P.F. Tompkins. I, I tagged him in the tweet and everything, but but he didn't. He obviously didn't like it. Um, but I'm just going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying to uh, get the attention of a famous person by tagging them in my tweets, and you'll be sure to hear about it on here. You'll be absolutely sure to hear about it in some great detail. So that brings us to the end of another exciting week of tweets. I'm very pleased that I've been able to. Bring these tweets to you in a reading out loud format. I know that you love it. I know that you're going to keep coming back because who wouldn't want to listen to me reading my tweets out loud, adding an extra dimension to the tweet reading experience that you all crave, bringing some content to the uh, to the masses out there. Um, and and it's a real privilege for me. Thank you for listening. You can find me on Twitter. I'm Mr. Underscore Org, M-R underscore O-R-G-U-E. Find me on Twitter and you can read my tweets. And you can also come back next week to hear the next episode where I'm going to read those same tweets that you just read out loud. I'll see you then, except I won't see you because it's an audio medium. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you then. Talk to you then. Oh, I didn't do Tweet of the Week. I guess the Tweet of the Week is 
It can be that P.F. Tonkin's one. That's a good one. Tweet of the week.